Video Gamer Podcast number 447. I'm your host, Josh Wise, joined by Rich Walker. Hello. Hello. Um, I've got a special report for you this morning, which I think you're going to appreciate. I'm excited. I've got a special report for you as well, mate. Yeah, oh, oh, we've both come on with uh, with surprises. Although well, you what? know yours. I told you yours already. Oh, so is this, it's not, is it's this... not that special anymore. It's... It's quite important. It's big. T- In fact, you go first because I think the listeners need to be made aware of that. I got a mint condition copy of Ape Escape today, <laughs> and I'm very happy with it. <laughs> on the PS One, on the PS One, on the PS One. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the original. Yeah, yeah. Well, you the you are on about it, mate. I can't. You know, I played a demo back in the day, and I, I've always been intrigued. Yeah. So now I'm making yeah. good on you know the promise yeah. I made to myself to one day buy it. Like as well, twenty five you, you years later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a cracking game. Um, yeah. Great use of the right analog stick. Before you know, the right analog stick was a was a big deal. Yeah. Great use of, of little thing. chimps with sirens <laughs> on heads. Great use of little chimps with yeah. um, little yellow pants, little uh-huh. helmets. Um, yeah. with sirens. sirens with on sirens on them. them. Sirens on them. Super mm. well. They're not. They aren't super intelligent. But the leader of the monkeys, um, Spike, is super intelligent and yeah. controls them via the helmets. Brilliant. Um, so that's and some of them have guns. By the way, I always like to make that clear. Yeah. Some why the haven't monkeys, they? Um, why haven't they brought this franchise back on PS Five yet? I they need to because it's uh, well, and I hope because obviously Jap- one of the uh, Japan Studios classics mm. um, now folded into. Uh, Asobi, who yes. do uh, who do Astro? So maybe, hopefully, maybe Ooh. I saw some of those uh, you know chimpy Easter eggs in Astro's playroom. So yeah. I thought, oh well, if if someone's going to bring these mad monkeys back again, then uh, then it could be Asobi. Who knows? Oh, but yeah, I mean, be great. I'd be all over that. That'd be that'd make my year. To be honest, imagine like dual sense powered. Monkey yes, mayhem. you like you want the little fuckers with the little like because oh. the whole thing is you got to whack them with a stun club. Imagine that yeah. on the feedback, <clears throat> like right on the haptic feedback, and then you yeah. just whack them with the net. Genius. A little bit of spatial um, audio through the speaker. A little <laughs> yeah. bit of mon- monkey yes. sounds. Yeah, and yeah, through the speaker in the controller, a little sort of like chimp noise. Yeah, excellent. See, already you're talking n- nines and tens. Oh, immediately immediately and we work our way down from there but yeah. yeah i think that'd be phenomenal if they wanted to do a sort of astro's playroom thing where they sort of milk the controller and there's a load of rain and stuff to, to sort of show off but basically yeah. it's the same but you're just whacking little chimps Th- that'd be that'd make my year that'd be game of the year and i think you've made a good purchase there um thank you because you sent the pictures through and it really is mint condition you got the controller mm. you got the disc the box is scratch free yeah um, it's beautiful so, pristine so, yeah pristine um mm, well my news is i tell you what it's less it's, well i don't know it's, it's it's probably less exciting than ape escape but what isn't you know <laughs> true yeah um, sorry i've sort of rained on your parade now haven't i well i think i don't know because i think you'll you'll appreciate this a lot um Go on. so my uh flatmate sh- uh sh- listens to the pod and uh oh. is 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 eager to um to sort of support the uh, vegan chocolate angle. Excellent. Yeah. I like it. And so I've got a little, a little sort of. Now I conducted an experiment this morning, oh, and I've got, okay. I've got, I've got further ingredients to experiment, right? Yeah. Because it's the. Hang on, I've got it here. 
It's the it's the Cadbury plant bar. Yeah. Uh, made with almonds, just smooth chocolate flavour, just like your standard dairy milk equivalent. Yeah. Right? You, you're not doing an on air. I'm not going to do it on air. No, no. Because no. that would that would be amazing. <laughs> that I mean, I could do, but I I already did it this morning, and I, and then because I, I sort of thought, oh, I don't know if the listeners want to sort of just hear me chewing and that. Yeah. And maybe, but who knows? Maybe they do. I mean, I could, you know. <laughs> but the, the but I've got further experiments because she also got yeah um the plant bar variant that was a salted caramel flavor. Oh, that's that thing's fantastic. Have you had that one? Yeah, it's glorious. Yeah. Well, anyway, so she brought this back. Um, mm-hmm. with plant bar with almonds, and then alongside it, crucially, just yeah. a classic dairy milk. Yeah. Now I had both this morning. Right, I had both this morning, and my yeah. thing is, uh-huh. um, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. So the vegan, the plant bar. Yeah, it's not as good, is it? But well, it's, it's a n- decent approximation. It's good. Well, this is the thing. One thing it isn't is dairy milk like you when you have it you kind of go oh it's just a different but it's not a bad bar of chocolate like mm. it's it's you sort of think oh it tastes ever so slightly weird if you've if you've especially if you've just had like a full-on dairy milk yeah it, it doesn't really taste anything like cabri's dairy milk but what it does taste like is just like quite a good you know the sort of um uh sort of cheap supermarket chocolate like non-brand chocolate from the supermarket oh, i don't know that, about that that's kind go, of brilliant oh. in its own way and i've never had like milka you know milka oh milka that's not cheap <laughs> I, that's like i'd get a massive thing of that for a quid in my off Can license you? yeah oh, right. oh that's milka. your off license then i thought milka was quite expensive in it oh well either way i've got a real soft spot for like um supermarket like off-brand chocolate that's kind of yeah. a bit you know and it yeah. tastes like one of them but like a good one of them if you know mm. what i mean and like and also it's sort of the really odd thing is it kind of gets stuck in your teeth a little bit that's like really? a weird thing i noticed with the vegan one yeah it's what, like just I the think, smooth one not even the yeah. salted caramel one no hmm. just i've not yet had the salted caramel but what i think it must maybe milk is like a thickening agent or something because it's quite bitty like you chew right. it and you're like, oh, I was kind of like moving my tongue around my mouth, like oh, it's a little, little bit sort of like. But on the whole, just good, but just different. Like it's right. just like, yeah, that's not bad that. But but it's yeah, it did not taste like dairy milk. It tasted like See, a kind of diff- different creature, you know. To me, it feels like there's the slight essence of dairy milk in there, and texturally, mm. it feels right to me. But then I've not huh. had dairy milk in years, so well, this yeah, this is why. This is why I think it's uh, like the, the the actual side by side to kind of to kind of yeah. keep think keep it fresh in my mind because actually I hadn't had dairy milk in a while before. It's mm. not dairy milk's one of those things, by the way. Um, yeah. Obviously, just brilliant, just a fantastic bar. Yeah. Um, I always find it I, too sweet. It actually, yeah, that's a separate thing that I agree with. And also, yeah. did that change when Cadbury got bought out by Kraft? Because I feel was, like there were people saying that it had, and people were sort of freaking out about it. But I don't know that it did. You know, I know they said that they apparently changed the chocolate on the cream egg, which oh, was a yeah, massive scandal. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it totally yeah. was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, maybe perhaps it's just my deceptive uh, memory, but um, I don't know. It is ever so slightly sweet, but I mean, and it is really good. But it's one of those ones I just sort of forget about because it's so 
I mean, it's dairy milk, you know, it's so... Sort of standard. So ubiquitous and sort mm. of... Sta- but it's one of those... Like like vanilla, you know, people use the word vanilla to mean, like, boring or something. Yeah. But if you, if you have, like, a really good, like, vanilla milkshake, you're sort of reminded of how brilliant vanilla is. Or a lovely that, scoop of vanilla ice cream. Or a... Lo- yeah, and you think, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like people say that for a... Re- like, it's so ubiquitous for a reason, you know, because mm. it is amazing. That's kind of how I am with dairy milk. But anyway, the plant bar... Made with almonds, I, you know, I give that a solid 7, 7.5. That's, that's pretty a good. good. For a non-vegan, that's, that's an incredible yeah. review. And you know what it is as well, right? The truffles I had from the M&S thing last week. That's got you um, intrigued. You're hooked. I, well, I was annoyed because I didn't have a normal truffle to compare, so I feel like oh. I'm not giving a fully accurate representation. However, mm-hmm. I feel it's possible that you could have given me one of those plant kitchen ones without telling me, and I may have thought it was chocolate. With the plant bar, I think I would I would bite I would bite into it and kinda go, Oh, this is not quite I, like, I p- would probably know with the plant bar, if you see what I mean. Oh, if you were told it's dairy milk, you'd be like, no way is that dairy milk. Oh, yeah, 100%. If I was yeah. told it was dairy milk, forget about it. But even if I was told if it was just chocolate, I'd go, huh, all right, that's a bit... What is that? Mm. That's a bit funny. But anyway, on the whole, good stuff. i tell you what's not nice. good stuff. It's three what? quid. Oh, really? It's we get it for 250 Or, yeah, 260 or 65 or something oh. like that. Perhaps, yeah. Did I tell you I tried the vegan topic? Bar. Oh, someone no, someone tweeted at us, didn't they, saying, "Oh, I want to try this," and I couldn't find oh, it anywhere. I found yeah. it in Shropshire over Christmas. Totally forgot. Um, Shit! Christ, it's good. Really? That thing's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, do you know that's lovely, funny because I actually, I haven't had a regular topic in years as well. So that would that's a real. Yeah. I sort of forgot about the existence of Topic, you know, and shame on me. Topic's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could make a massive, you know, surgeon comeback via the vegan market, you know. Because <laughs> that, that's a cracking chocolate bar. Again, no, 250 You're looking yeah. 253 quid for vegan chocolate bars, the big yeah. ones. Yeah, and that's the thing. They are bigger, by the way. The plant bar, it's really, really um, thin, like slim, uh, width-ways, but just quite big. And I'm thinking, well, why don't you do it in the same proportions as a dairy milk? Well, me and Elise get a plant bar out to have like a little line of it or something. The whole thing ends up being eaten. Last oh, well, night we got one um, out. Yeah, yeah. With a cup of tea. We're like, just have a little little bit, a couple of blocks. No, gone. It yeah, no, it's over. Yeah. I had to wrap mine back up. I am intrigued at the salted caramel though, so I will report that. I them. think you'll prefer so. that. I prefer that because I've done a sort of little taste test on those two together and oh, yeah? the salted caramel one, there's a little bit more going on, you know. It's that's it's nice. yes. Yeah, I thought it was quite important to perform the test with the basic one though. Yeah. Well, it's got sort of little crunchy salted caramel bits in it. Ooh, that which is are, uh, filth, actually. Yeah, which are, which are interesting. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, good so shit, I'd, I'd, good I'd go for that one over the smooth chocolate if you're... Uh, and also, you know, listen ears, you know, go out and buy loads of vegan chocolate, try and drive down the prices for us, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm putting out a plea to the listen ears to drive down the price of my chocolate. Thanks. Rich is abusing his position on the podcast yeah. to try to influence the economy. And well, you know, we've got millions of listeners, Josh. Yeah, exactly. Hold on, so billions, isn't it? Seven billion I think, people. Well, I in the world. think now it's yeah, it's it's into the billions now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway, anyway, mm. <clears throat> it's about that time for us to talk about some video games. Is what's oh, going yeah. on? That's what this is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll cue up a jingle, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll get into it. Devil may cry. It do. Devil may cry. It do. 
it do. Bang, 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 pull my double trigger. 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 I'm a big fan of that. First one up is uh, is Windjammers Two. Um, yes, which uh, which has sort of taken hold um, in my flat. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, I love that. it's quite mad actually. <laughs> I, which I sort of can't stop playing it. Um, yeah. So. Well, that's difficult yeah. for you, isn't it? Because you've got <laughs> other stuff to do. <laughs> I got other stuff to do. Yeah. Um, so this is it's Dot Emu, so the company that most recent, well, most notably perhaps worked on Streets of Rage Four along with yep. Lizard Cube and Guard Crush Games, uh, and it's a Dot Emu previously ported. Uh, they ported the first Windjammers. They did. It came out in 1994, the Neo Geo arcade system, and then onto the Neo Geo AES and the Neo Geo CD. Bit of a cult classic, fe- loved fiercely um, yep. by, the, by, by by its fans, um, but scarcely available. Uh, it, it was ported in 2017 to the PS4 and PS Vita. Mm-hmm. Um, a really good port by all accounts. It was then ported to the Switch in 2018. Now yeah. we have uh, Wind's Jammers 2, which... Uh, takes up a, a kind of similar uh, visual style. It's quite different to Street of Rage 4, but I suppose what I mean is similar in the sense that it's hand-drawn, hand-drawn. over yeah, pixels. Yeah. Um, colourful. Very, very colourful. Very, very bright. Very I like striking. that you zoned in on uh, the German character with Aww. his pink mullet and pink moustache. Klaus, Klaus Vessel. Yeah, he, yeah I mean, he's po- possibly my favourite character. I'm trying to... <laughs> it's either him or I love Gary Scott, but... Anyway, so mm-hmm. Windjammers 2 now. The premise is um, it's basically uh, Pong, uh, with a li- with, with, but sort of like more like air hockey, which kind of is Pong. Pong in, in, on in acid. Do you remember when everything was on acid once upon a yeah. time? <laughs> yeah, that was a, such a really such popular... On acid. Like such and such a thing on acid or on steroids or on when crack. When Pulp Fiction or... was big, there were a lot of films where on the box it's like, Pulp Fiction on acid. <laughs> on acid. Oh, <laughs> Well, sign me up. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like mm. an LSD flavored trip, please. Yeah. Um, and well, this yeah, I mean, this one it is a little bit like a trip. It's bloody psychedelic. Um, it's pong on acid. It's pong on acid, mm. uh, and it's sort of a little air hockey with a little dose of Street Fighter mixed in there. Yeah. Um, so it's and it's got a lovely. Uh, so you just have to whip this frisbee back and forth in an attempt to get it into the net behind your opponent. Uh, yeah. Certain areas of the net are worth five points, other areas worth three points. And uh, it's just a bit like tennis, you have sets, you know, you best of, uh, or first to three or two, or you can set whatever mm-hmm. you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are all sorts of intricacies that sort of make it ingenious. It's very, very fun to play at first, and you quickly realise that <clears throat> in actual fact, it's really complex. Um, yeah, and it uh, your shots will depend on where you are uh, on the court when you shoot it, um, the exact place you aim at. You can put a curve on the disc when you shoot it back. The timing of you pressing the button from when the frisbee reaches your character's hand means that you can imbue it with a lot of extra power to whip it back. You've got drop shots, lob shots, slap shots, basic shots. It's power toss. All the, toss. the power toss. Yeah, and you can leap into the air and catch it in mid-air and smash yeah. it back down, which is yeah. just, yeah, absolutely uh, I didn't delicious. quite master that one. No, I didn't. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, mm. One of the things that's great, I think, about Windjammers is, and actually this is, je- this is quite rare uh, in games, but 
it's really fun and really rewarding at every stage mm-hmm. of the onboarding process. So, like, yeah. from the moment you start, you'll have fun just whacking it back and forth just with your basic shot. And then as you learn the uh, the mechanics, as, as you kind of go, each one is sort of drip-fed into your game. And at no point do you feel... Uh, like hopeless or completely punished or oh god yeah. I've got way too much to learn on this before I even become it's fun at every stage especially if you're playing with someone who is like the same like all, all the people in my flat are like the same level as me uh, and I've got there's like three of us that are pretty obsessed with it now oh um, wow that's cool it's really 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 cool because the matches can be super quick uh, or they can go on for quite a long time I mean me and mm. you played uh, it's got a, a robust online mode me and you played and it's one of those games right where it's really easy to just go ah oh, one more match one more match oh man yeah you, you know? and me got um, really into that didn't we we had to sort of we stop did. and say look <laughs> we did yeah, yeah we got, we've got to stop now yeah, <laughs> yeah we did we've um, actually got to write the review we, should, we need to write yeah. we need to put pen to paper on yeah. this but it's very easy to go to <laughs> <laughs> To, uh, and of course there is there's a, an arcade mode which is yeah. uh, you're fairly standard fare you know with a, a sort of thing basically it's, a, it's similar to Street Fighter 2 really it's like yeah. you know it's most alive in its multiplayer but it does have the arcade which is the same but you're going through opponent after opponent of computer controlled players so you know and you've got a little mini game a, with the dog a, on the beach game with the dog it, on the beach a frisbee yeah, and there's like a bowl, a one with bowling pins as well, where yeah. you dash the frisbee and it gets the. Yeah, there's a couple which is sort of similar to the beating up the car in Street Fighter, like smashing like the a, barrels. Break yeah, it. yeah. Few people remember the brick wall, I think, the in bri- Street Fighter. The, yeah, because wasn't the brick wall? <clears throat> I feel only like, was that a European only or something? I, it, I, I possibly, and also one of the ones I think the brick wall. I'm looking at my collection as I'm talking. <laughs> uh, you, is it is it European Champion Edition or no? Oh, Super maybe Street Fighter Two Champion Edition. The brick wall was like added in one of the other ones, I believe. Yeah. Apologies if there's any Street Fighter uh, purists nerds. who know. Yeah, who I mean, who I gonna... should know. I mean, I've played every yeah. version of Street <laughs> yeah. Fighter known to man. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, Windjammers Two. It's uh, it's going to be one of those games that um, it's going to persist with me throughout the year. Yeah. And I'm telling you this in January because when we do our games of the year, it's going to mm-hmm. be one of those things that it, it. I'll play it loads, I think, and I'll probably forget to even put it on. Like, but but it'll be yeah. it'll be one of those things that takes hold in my life, I think. And it'll be whenever I got ten minutes spare. Of course, a oh, bloody hell in 2022, getting 10 minutes spare is going to be a bit of a challenge, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, we're already out <laughs> the gates. Uh, you know, both guns blazing or whatever. Yeah. With uh, all the releases, I mean, geez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty heavy. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it's um. I think it's really something special. I think Dot mm. is is something special, and I think Streets yeah. of Rage Four and this demonstrate a real understanding and love for that time, for the arcade, yeah. and the way that they bring it up to date with that lovely sort of two to three frame hand-drawn animation. Mm. Um, it's the perfect kind of homage, really. It's, yeah, it's lovely um, stuff. Really, really tasty. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Or where does it... Do, do you reckon you'll sort of stick with it? Uh, well... A bit, a bit of the old, if I can tempt you into a couple of online oh, yeah, yeah, games. Yeah. You know? I was going to say... Um, 
Finding an <clears throat> opponent might be difficult. Can't I can't imagine roping in a lease for a few rounds of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And you're quite because you won most of our matches because you you you, yeah. you you picked it up pretty fast, didn't you? It took. Yeah, I got a I sort of got a hang of the stick twiddly bits. Yeah, was, and lots uh, of it mechanic. One thing I will say, it's tutorials a bit naff. Well, doesn't really have much of a tutorial, does it? But it sort of doesn't need it. It's kind of yeah. A, it's just sort of pictorial, isn't it? Do this to do this. Yeah, it's just and it kind of makes it you sort of, as you're learning it, it just sort of makes sense. Yeah, but it, it reminded me of uh, and I, I did a thing about wrote a thing about this um, of like just I really love like fictional sports in video games. Yeah. It's such a weird little <clears throat> like phenomenon, but mm-hmm. it reminded Windjammers reminded me of. Uh, uh, Do you ever play speedball? I don't. I didn't, but I remember the um, artwork really, yeah. really specifically. The guy sort <laughs> yeah. of screaming and grabbing the, the ball. Yeah, grabbing the thing and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, because we had because when where I was growing up, we had uh, an Amiga. Yeah. Um, and my brother had we had uh, Speedball Two Brutal Deluxe, which is like one of my <laughs> favourites. Uh, absolutely fantastic, and it, it got really in, you know really sort of sold you on that kind of futuristic bleak world. And there's this league of it's basically a blood sport. It's like handball, except you can just break don't, bones. And you have you know, to like throw the ball into little pockets. Little pockets. It's, it's, it's a bit like. Um, Do you ever see that movie Rollerball with James Caan? I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Well, it's you, you it's love a the bit, remake, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> who was it? Yeah, now because I was trying to remember this the other day when I was yeah. writing about it. Who was in the remake? Was it Mark Wahlberg? No. So it was that boring guy from American Pie. Was is his name like Chris Klein or something? Or am I making oh, that up? Shit. He was from American yeah. Pie. He was sort of the the, the slightly notable dull one. one. Yes, yeah. the one who's yeah, not he... Stifler. The one who's not. Um, Shit break, the one who's not Jim, Jason the one who, Biggs, yes. yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. It. I think oh, he's, I feel like his name is Chris Klein. I don't know why I've got that in my head. I think you might be right. That name really rings why, a bell. Why have I got that in my head? <laughs> I don't know, but it's brilliant that you have. LL Cool J was in it as well, wasn't he? Uh, what? Not in in Speedball. I mean, in Rollerball. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. The remake, the John uh, McTiernan re- remake, John, by the way. God, it's John McTiernan. Yeah. yeah. Um, listen, I don't know if I've actually seen the remake. No, I haven't either. But I would like to watch it anyway. <laughs> it's described it reminded- as god awful by a user on uh, IMDb and has a rating of three out of ten. Oh God! It looked the poster. <gasps> Fucking hell! That is a shocking poster. It is Chris Klein. Jean Reno's in it as well. Oh, I sort of have to watch this now. Rebecca Romaine. <laughs> oh. oh, she was um, Mystique. Yeah, that's right. The original Mystique before uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, yeah, anyway. Speedball a film two, that didn't need to be remade. A film yeah. that didn't be, need to be remade. Yeah. Speedball 2, a game that did need to be made. Uh, fictional sports in video games. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Windjammers 2. Mutant League e- Football. That was another X- good one, wasn't it? <laughs> That's a great name for a video it game, by the way. Yeah. Did you ever play... Um, was that Midway game where it was just the NFL, but fucking horrible? Like, really brutal? Was it like Blood Bowl or something? That's Mutant League football, isn't it? Oh, is it? I think so. Blood Blood Bowl? Blood, Bowl getting... is, Blood Bowl's the thing that's out now, isn't it? That's The uh... third one's coming out soon. Oh, sorry, sorry, hang on. Uh, Blitz the League. Oh, yeah. 
Blitz the League is was what it was called, and it was Adidas yeah. Red Card Soccer. That was good. Remember that? <laughs> oh, I don't, but that sounds cracking. <laughs> just slide just... in and foul, and it was fine. Brilliant, obviously. Sort of yeah. NBA Jam, but football. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, I'm loving that. Well, there's no brutality in Wind Jammers too, um, mm. but there is a kind of violence to it. You know, you got those super moves where you can make the frisbee catch fire. When you, like when it, you like batter in, them like, and they go flying back into yeah, their goal. Yeah, you can smash someone into the on. net. Yeah, and also mm. when you beat someone, like the little screen at the end is just like a little homage to, to Street Fighter 2. Like, because mm-hmm. the other person is all beaten up, they've got bruises yeah. and like plasters and stuff. So I'm loving get. that. Frisbee, yeah. frisbee burns. Yeah, frisbee yeah. burns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so that's bloody good stuff. Next mm. up, mm-hmm. uh, which we've both been playing actually, yeah, is uh, Uncharted... Uh, Legacy of Thieves collection, which yeah. uh, comprises Uncharted 4, uh, A Thief's End, and uh, Uncharted... <coughs> is it The Lost Legacy? Yeah, it is, yeah. Uncharted The Lost Legacy, which was a kind of standalone uh, spin-off. So it brings yeah. both games to uh, PS5 with uh, the option for 60 frames per second, uh, some some controller stuff on the PS5. I think yeah. an increased resolution, because uh, didn't you say you were looking at some of the comparisons that producer Dan was doing? Yeah, we've got a comparison video that's going to be going out with the review tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, sorry, and today. Yeah. And yeah, it's it, there is a slight resolution hike, but yeah. yeah. It's it's fairly it's like unlike uh, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, the director's cut, which is a silly title, and we should all laugh at it. But yeah. um, it did have uh, the Iki Island expansion bundled in, yeah, uh, so which is got, kind gone of gone the other way for this one, stripped yeah, down multiplayer. This one is just it's it's the games, it's quicker loading. The loading is 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 basically like non-existent when you go from the menu straight into the game it's just bang you're right there you know it's 60 frames a second it's the controller stuff it's fairly bog standard as a poor i mean i I feel like ghost of tsushima was quite lucky in a way because it was like well we're bringing it to ps5 with all of that stuff but then at the same time sucker punch has also been working on this pretty hefty dlc and we're going to put that in there as well. So there was like a lot more of a reason to get that one. If you yeah, I, mean. I, I sort of don't understand why this remaster exists. Like, why didn't they remaster Golden Abyss or something instead? <laughs> Golden Abyss. That would have been good, wouldn't it? <laughs> I like, I got a soft spot for Golden Abyss. Yeah. Um. You know, it's not. It's not. It's not a great Uncharted, but, but they could make it great. But it's, you know, it's interesting. And I liked a lot of the stuff where you were dusting off the artefacts in, yeah. in that game. Oh, well, I suppose um, you'd, you'd use the touchpad for that if they uh, remastered uh, it. Yeah, that's true, actually. Mm. Yeah, you're not wrong. I didn't think of that. They could actually yeah. still do that. And, they, and of course, you had the thing where you hold it up, which you could, I guess you could also do with the motion thing on the controller. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could do that. And shout out to Bend Studio, by the way, for Golden Abyss. Good old yeah. lovely Bend. They know how to sort of slip into an IP and make it their own, you know? Mm, true. Um, but yeah, I think this this is sort of a little bit like um, uh, The Last of Us, where it was kind of like, um, what are you really doing? And the answer was, <laughs> well, it's 60 frames. Do you remember when they brought The Last of Us to PS4? Yeah. And it was like, well, it's 60 frames a second, 
but to be honest with you, mainly just to put it on PS4, it's like one of the better games of that gen, so it sort of just deserves to be on PS4. So I guess like the port for me sort of makes sense. I'm well, just sort of, it's relative. I know what you mean. Like it's relatively yeah. like unex. It's not like oh, you know, uh, it's just yeah. I'd argue it's, what, it's different to Last of Us Remastered though because you couldn't play The Last of Us PS3 on PS4. You can play, you can still play Uncharted 4 and Uncharted The Last oh, yeah, Legacy that's true. on that's your PS5. True. Yeah, and so, also, uh, yeah. I don't know if, um, and this is this is actually one, <coughs> because this is, this is this, so this is weird, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know if you have uh, Uncharted 4 on the PS5, whether it hikes it up to 60 frames per second. I don't know that it um, does. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it does, but one of the funny things was with um, the director's cut of Ghost of Tsushima is that that one on PS5 did go up to 60. So if yeah. you already had Ghost of Tsushima, it was you'd have to sort of... Well, there's an argument that you would only need to buy the Iki Island expansion and you yeah. basically have the director's cut. So actually, the whatever they call it, game boost or whatever, mm. I don't know if it worked for Uncharted. One thing I will say... You'll notice in this discussion we're not we're not really talking about Uncharted for itself. I guess it it we should briefly say it. I think it's a phenomenal video game. I think, I think they both are. Yeah, I yeah. No, I, actually, that, that, that's yeah. You're absolutely right. They both are. I think Lost Legacy is terrific. Mm. Um, and I and I th- and I think Uncharted Four is is quite easily one of the best games of that generation. I think. Do you know all it, all it's done playing this collection? It's just made me sad that we're not getting another Uncharted for. Well, from Naughty Dog, for starters, and possibly, you know... Oh, no, I think we are now. Not from Naughty Dog, are we? Yeah, I think so, because it, wa- it was at Bend, remember? Uh, oh, actually, yeah, I could, there's a slight mix-up there, where mm. that lots of people from Naughty Dog were taking charge of the Uncharted project that Bend were working on, and then Bend said, okay, you know what? Why don't you guys just do this? There's clearly a lot of backseat driving, and then and then I think the more recent news was Bend is now working on a fresh IP. So I believe right. that whatever the Uncharted thing is happening is coming from Naughty Dog. Maybe don't quote me on that right now, but I'm fairly confident that that was what would happen there. So. Uh, might have to change my review now then. <laughs> <laughs> goodness sake <laughs> if there's listeners we have spoken about that on this pod before um so yeah. if any uh i don't know maybe maybe I, I i will i will double check that and um but i'm fairly certain that now we are getting another uncharted from 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 naughty dog quite what form that will take i don't know but one of the things that's great about four i think is is how it tweaked it addressed my sort of or the problems that one has with Uncharted, which is just kind of, you know, slightly repetitive. You know, you get into another courtyard full of waist-high walls, and you think, oh, another combat encounter? I'm all right. Can't I just have a bit of platforming or some puzzles for a while? And I, I don't mind the combat. I feel like they're fairly short encounters, and they sort of break up the exploration a little bit. In that, They are the in four. Them. Right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, that, that's what I'm saying. Four did well um, yeah. because I think in Uncharted's one, two, and three, ah, it did okay. get a little like the balance was a little bit like I'd rather Off. a little a little more Tomb Raider, please, a little more exploration and puzzles. Whereas I think what four does well is, firstly, you're you're right. Um, there's not that much of them. They are shorter, and there's mm-hmm. way more um, puzzles, like environmental puzzles. But also the introduction of stealth, which they just piped in from The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, gives you the option to just treat everything like a kind of enemy base and stealth mm-hmm. every take everyone out and stealth. I yeah, playing it the last sort of week or so, I just 
um, my faith in it. I just thought, Christ, this was a, an unbelievable video game. Yeah. Um, yeah. The things that I can perfectly understand people's arguments of you know why it may not be the most exciting, why we've you know we've seen it a few times before and all that sort of stuff. But some of the stuff that it does with uh, the writing and the way that that story is told um, mm. is really really special. And yeah. all, pretty much no other studio is doing that at the moment. Well, still now, still like still now. Um, yeah. The sort of three-frame structure that it uses, where it introduces you to three different timelines and then splices them all together in the middle, mm. and drops you right in the middle of things to begin with. I mean, really, really something. Yeah. Uh, very, yeah. very assured. I was playing those games <coughs> thinking, no one really does this like Naughty Dog, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty amazing. Six years as well, right? 2016, oh. or five years and a bit. But Hasn't aged know. a day. No, it's just still phenomenal. And there is something interesting about 60 frames per second. I switch it back to 30 every now and again. And I think 60 is better for play, mm-hmm. um, but which is weird because when I'm playing Spider-Man, I prefer 30 for when I'm swinging around. 60 looks a bit wrong to me, a little bit yeah. too video gamey in Spider-Man. But in Uncharted, I think 60 suits it perfectly. But one thing I like to do is turn it to 30 for the cutscenes because <laughs> the cutscenes, I think, look a little bit well, better That's just in the pain 30. in it. It is. It, that's that's what's annoying. It's like I wish there was an option for do it thirty in the cutscenes, which some games do, by the way. Okay. Some games do that, and I can't remember. I was trying to think about this the other day. I thought I played a game recently where it did exactly that. Oh, I think it was um, Kana Bridge of Spirits. It did right. sixty for gameplay, and then in the actually in the cutscenes it did twenty four like movies. It did twenty four nice. FPS yeah. cutscenes? But yeah. Anyway, mm. it's a legacy of thieves. Is what it is. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it, it's, lovely remaster of excellent games, but if you already own them, largely <laughs> yeah. well, redundant, right? Yeah. If you own them, report back on whether or not they get boosted to 60, because 60, 60 is a thing. I do sort of want to know if, if they get boosted just by playing them on the PS5. I'll I research don't know that. if they do. I don't think they do. Because maybe if they don't, that, that somewhat justifies... Yes, because uh, otherwise Sony would have surely... You know, way back when, when the PS5 <laughs> come, came out, yeah. we'd have gone, yeah, we're boosting Uncharted we're 460. Boosting. But it's weird, because they did that for Ghost of Tsushima, and then one of the things in the director's cut was like, as well, I think. it's in 60 frames a second. It's like, yeah. well, it actually already was, if you just play the PS4. But, but yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. I don't know. Hey, yeah. hey ho, hey mm. ho. I got some ruddy good news for you this week. You probably know oh, it, but yeah. I'm going to tell you it anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, do, uh, please do. <laughs> have, a, have a jingle, and then we're going to get into it. Red light, load of cars in a line. I want to cross to the off-license. Guy coming up to the light, coming up too fast. It's a wreck, what's your plan? It's a wreck, what's your plan? He gives me a beep. What do you mean? He gives me a beep. Where are you going to go? He gives me a beep. He was gesticulating in his car. He gives me a beep. Item number one in the news, Yakuza, mate. Yakuza series creators announced formation of Negoshi Studio. You shouldn't say Yakuza up front like that. Yeah. And then tell me this. Get get you going. It's not Yakuza, (laughs) is it? Yeah, but you should be excited for Negoshi, though. Well... Is he, gonna, he, uh, is he, he making console Yakuza. games, though? <laughs> well, so... Netties, <clears throat> do they make console stuff? I don't know if they do. I think they do. 
Well, do they? So the news is uh, Toshihiro Nagoshi and Daisuke Sato have formally revealed their new studio at NetEase Games as mm. Nagoshi Studio. Um, he's uh, Nagoshi is president and CEO, and Sato joins him as a producer. Uh, they're not not only Yakuza series veterans. Uh, there's a there's a number. There's uh, all nine of the company's founding staff appear to have had ties to the series at one point. Or another. Uh, former art directors for Yakuza and Judgment, Kazuki Hosokawa and Naoki Sumeya as well. Uh, there's also Judgment's lead character designer, Toshiro Ando, and Like a Dragon's main programmer, Koji Takieda. Um, mm. A game designer, an engineer. It's kind of like a Yakuza All Stars team, uh, this. Wow. Um, and uh, Nagoshi uh, offered a, a, a mission statement on the company's official website. He said, uh, one of my goals at this studio is to create an open atmosphere. Uh, this may sound like an overly simplistic goal, but even the most talented creators cannot fully unleash their abilities in isolation. I believe that the first step to creating high-quality titles and delivering the essence of entertainment with strong motivation starts with creating an open atmosphere in the studio. Open-ended discussions that ignore seniority and hierarchy. This yep. means not fearing mistakes and also not being afraid to correct them and treating yep. failures as assets i've always said that yeah <laughs> yeah you've always been a big, yeah, big believer yeah. in that i know it's yeah. one of your one of your core values it is um yeah. negotiate studios committed to creating content for the world to enjoy from this atmosphere i mean that's that is pretty big time that's pretty much mm. like you know the prominent people who made yakuza and judgment coming to get and apparently i mean if negoshi was frustrated at sega i know as the yakuza games went on he he got a little bit farther and farther from. Could them. they've not negotiated something <laughs> <laughs> with him? Very good, very Thanks. good. Uh, well, I mean, I you know, I don't know, I I don't mm. know what I know. He left, you know, he left for a reason. I don't know if um, you know, perhaps he was frustrated with with the with the red tape with the well, managerial oversight. Who presumably knows? it wasn't an open. Uh, Environment yeah, an like open, he's trying to foster now, you know. Yeah, with seniority and hierarchy and, yeah. all, and all that jazz. All that um, bollocks. Yeah. So yeah, so there you go. You should be bl- blooming excited. I, d- I, I, I doubt kind if, of am now. You know. I'm sure. I'm sure they they'll be making that stuff for console. It just worries me if it's you know if it's not coming to a platform I I want it to. Well, I, I wouldn't have thought that all of those people. Would would come away from Sega and then only to make a PC game yeah. when the dot when the kind of big market is you know I mean I don't know it, it, you you yeah. might be right but I think that I would don't be know the weirder about, outcome it, it would be weird I don't know enough about NetEase and what they do to be honest yeah they were I know they did um, uh, Diablo Immortal which is right. or, was that that's like a that's a free to play one but that that's like on mobile oh so, God what if they make mobile games <laughs> that's even worse. <laughs> I can't see them. I mean, that's funny, but I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I imagine Netty's supporting them financially, but I, well, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, well, it would be we'll bonkers see, if they if they got trapped on 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 PC. I mean, not that I say trapped like PCs like the worst. Obviously, you know, PC is a great market. I'm not slagging them off. Mm. I'm just saying, you know, Rich wants wants to get his hands on a yeah. 
I'm sorry. Console uh, copy. I'm, I'm a console boy. I am excited to see what they do, though. It's quite it's quite liberating. I like the idea that mm. the people that make the things you love are then free to actually just do something else. Like that's really yeah, nice. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, not that Yakuza the i the IP of Yakuza is great, but also you know the people that made it great doing something brand new. I mean, I remember, you know it's like Judgment, isn't it? That comes out, and lo and behold, it's really good. If um, you think I'm great, then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So you know, get yourself hyped up. Uh, if yeah. you know, if it's on console, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, item number two: Xbox's Phil Spencer, the big Philly Spence, as yeah. I like to call him. Uh, yeah. Papa Phil, probably, possibly. Sure. Why not? Um, yeah. He'll like that. Uh, yeah. What else? Phil Presario. No, that's too. That's too much. The big Spencer, uh, yeah. like the big spender. Hey, big Spencer! Oh God, yeah. Hey, big he's, Spencer. He is a big spender, though. He, he is a big spender. He only went yeah. and shelled out a few shekels for Activision Blizzard. And oh King. God, we're talking about this now, of course. <laughs> well, you broke <laughs> this last hell. week. Yeah, um, I, I completely forgot. It feels like such a distant, hazy memory now. My my flatmate <laughs> texted me saying it's because uh, uh, it's basically a conspiracy now. It's getting to oh, the yeah. point where I actually think we need to record the pod. A day earlier because they're not a day later because the mm. number of things that break either when we've yeah. just stopped recording or last week it was hilarious because you actually had to interrupt the questions just to go uh by the way this thing's just happened like yeah it, it was ridiculous so uh, that's something we might look into i think they've got it in for the podcast personally I think because we're such a runaway huge success they're yeah. trying to bring <laughs> us down we have the momentum a of a runaway of a runaway freight train. <laughs> Why are we so popular? Why are we so popular? Yeah. I know, I know. Um, but he has reiterated uh, his desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. That was the, that was the news in the week. He said in a tweet, um, he, he Spencer revealed he'd been chatting with bosses at Sony. Mm-hmm. And said, uh, I confirmed our intent uh, to honour all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Uh, Sony's an important part of our industry and we value our relationship. <clears throat> uh, in a short statement to the Wall Street Journal, uh, a Sony spokesperson also said, uh, we expect Microsoft will abide by general contractual agreements and continue to ensure that Activision games are multi-platform. That was the kind of that was the big buzz around the deal. Is like, oh, could Call of Duty slip on over to the Xbox? You know? Right. Just to play devil's advocate here a second, do you think if Sony had bought Activision, they'd be making similar promises? Well, yeah, well, I'm sure Call well, of Duty still comes to Xbox. I don't, I don't know if that would be the case. You know, why not? I don't know. I just feel like Sony value exclusivity. Like in a big, oh, big way. Well, I, I mean, I think that's certainly true. I think exclusivity is primary to their platform. But I yeah. think one of the one of the one of the difficulties is that um, I don't think they. Well, number one, they don't really tend to make moves like that. They tend well, to yeah. sort of create small smaller studios, don't they? And, and sort of work them up, and you mm. know, but I mean, if if they suddenly did, I would I would imagine they would at least have to abide by the contractual stuff. Yeah, I mean, oh well, the, yeah. for them you know well they did that uh, with the festival they, they honored they honored the death loop and ghostwire exclusivity didn't they yeah yeah but and i don't that, i don't know if they have to do that by the way no they, they absolutely don't no so it could well be that that microsoft don't have to honor the call of duty thing but sony said we expect them to and then microsoft said yeah we have a desire to keep call of duty on on playstation uh, they platform. could um they so. could only mean like this year's call of duty and then they could be like well 
or subsequent years now. This I is an Xbox yeah. exclusive. They could totally do that. It's a bit of an odd one with Phil because I don't think it's an odd thing to say. If certainly if that's on the like if you think about the Starfield thing, <clears throat> generally that his strategy there was just to to not really say much of anything, and then when he said yeah. something, it was just very vague. This is quite a specific like. Um, our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Uh, Sony's an important part of our industry. We value our relationship. This is like quite a specific, like, I think if he was going to do that, he maybe would be a little bit more, oh, well, who knows? We'll see what the future holds. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. You never know. And it's not just COD, you know. I mean, the main thing with this is that, for me, with the Activision thing, um, obviously huge. Personally, uh, I was sort of similar to, um, uh, to 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 producer Dan when we were sort of talking about it. Like, it, it doesn't. This one didn't really excite me very much because, I, well, it's I don't other than Call of Duty, the sort of Activision. But it's like it's like you know I don't really play Overwatch. Starcraft doesn't really interest me. World of Warcraft. It's a huge acquisition. Mm. It's just for me personally, like the Bethesda one was way more exciting. I thought I don't know about. About you, if, but yeah, if we were talking sort of early two thousands Activision with your Tony Hawk's games, kind of yeah, um, yeah, for sure, you know, at the height of their powers and Guitar yeah. Hero and all that other stuff, oh it would have God, felt more yeah. big time. It doesn't feel <laughs> it, yeah. that big now. I don't, I don't know whether they got their money's worth for what, what was it, sixty eight billion? So, yeah, well, that's cheap as chimps, mate. That's not well, a lot. Of, you know, I could afford that. So, what do they pay for Bethesda? It's like seven point five. Seven, seven point five. I'd say I there's think, far more exciting stuff coming out of Bethesda than Activision, yeah, yeah, yeah. personally. Hundred percent. No, I agree with you all the way. I think what it is is um, obviously with with Game Pass. I think quite central to to Microsoft's strategy. The console itself. I was thinking this the other day. Like the console itself is like not really the primary avenue of Microsoft strategy anymore. Mm. Um, whereas it, it kind of, it really is on PlayStation like that. Like the main thing they do is try and sell the console. Whereas I yeah. think for Microsoft, the sort of the main thing that they want to do uh, is Game Pass. Cause I think they, they realize that they can actually sort of, well, they can quite quickly get quite large numbers of people. So I think if they, part of the Activision Blizzard thing was like Blizzard has a massive PC presence. You got Game Pass on PC um, it, it, King was also included in the deal. The people who do Candy Crush, so you got to think. Oh well, we'll get Game Pass on mobile phones as well. Like it, it, it stands them in good stead, I think, for Game Pass as as a, as a thing that's sort of transcending the, the you know the kind of physical console, which is kind of yeah. sad. Well, it, it makes it less sexy for me personally, but obviously for you same know, yeah for people who play on mobile and whatnot. It's, it's I bloody um, love a console. <laughs> I know it's I know I know I yeah it's so it's it's annoying because it's like the, the series consoles are probably the best consoles Microsoft have ever done but mm. the sad thing is they've come along at a time in which the console itself is 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 no longer primarily it's sort of you know it's sort of item number 2 almost it's like well mainly game pass yeah um and also uh, if the consoles sell well thank you very much but anyway mm. um still big Philly Spence the big Spencer yeah yeah uh, yeah it's all good stuff we love him um, next one on the list. Uh, I don't know if this will interest. It doesn't really interest me, but uh, there you go. Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Yeah. Um, look, are you loving these? I do like the Lego games. Yeah. I thought you would, and yeah. also Star Wars. I mean, it's and not, also not Star, Star I mean, Wars. Come yeah. on, my lounge is full of Star Wars Lego. Of course, I of course I it's like true. this stuff. It's before this very podcast, Rich dropped a microphone onto a Lego T Rex's head. 
Well, I mean, that's Jurassic Park, but yeah. Well, it's all Lego, though, isn't it? It's all Lego, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I have a precarious it, setup. Yeah. <laughs> in case you wonder how does that happen. <laughs> I balance my mic on the arm of my sofa, and it can just yes. topple over at any moment. It's yeah, Rich, you, you like to live on the edge, don't you? I do, yeah, 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 yeah. Just generally. Why not? Um, well, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga will encompass all nine movies in the Star Wars saga and include nods to The Mandalorian and The Bad Batch 2. Um, it's a brand new game, not just a collection of the former Lego Star Wars outings, which is an important distinction because I thought that it was just a collection of all of them. It is actually Ooh. a new thing. And also, it explains why there's been... Uh, delays on it because I, I sort of yeah. thought well if it's a collection how why on earth is it but anyway uh, it's out on April 5th mm. it's out on yep. April 5th so if you're a Star Wars nutter or a Lego nutter um, or both or both or you think yeah. never the never the twain shall meet um, <laughs> you, you may you may decide to avoid this but yeah, I don't dislike the Lego games. I just find it tough to... I think with the Lego games, what it was for me, like, ages ago, it's like, well, if you play one Lego game, you kind of played them all. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that is that is what it is. And then we just change the skin to Indiana Jones or Star mm. Wars or whatever you do. Apart from that Lego City Undercover, the open world one. Oh, that was great. Yeah, That was really good. That and it's was got the really, voice really... of Adam Buxton, which yeah. is excellent in itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Um Always nice to hear from him. Indeed. Um, but maybe you should call ahead. Dying Light <laughs> 2, Stay Human. Yes. No no, uh, no colon there, by the no. way. No. Just, just Dying Light 2. Don't make that mistake. It's a, it's a run-on. Dying Light 2, Stay Human. Uh, cross-platform <laughs> and uh, cross-gen co-op, or coop, as I like to say sometimes, yeah. won't, won't be available at launch. So uh, playable in coop uh, from almost start to finish, except the prologue. That's pants, isn't it? That's pants, um, so that you can't have the uh, cross-platform play. It is. It is! It's the same as bloody Halo. It's like, well, we'll launch it now, and then we'll see you in, like, six months or whatever. It's like, come well, on! Well, that's, that's no co-op whatsoever. At least this has co-op in it. This has some, just yeah. not cross-platform or cross-gen. Yeah. So you can play with friends who have the same console on the <clears> same <throat> gen, or PC players can play between Steam and Epic Game Store with no problems. Uh, but Techland will be adding uh, more cross-platform stuff, uh, apparently at some point very soon. They're planning um, five years of content for the game, so uh, you, you would hope so, wouldn't you? But they've done five, more than yeah. that for t- Dying Light 1. Yeah. That came out in 2015, they're still releasing stuff for it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely uh, bonkers. Um, yeah, but you know, good stuff. I tell you what, some uh, some exciting stuff happening this week, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Do new tell. tales. You heard of this what? new tales? What? What's yeah. That? <laughs> well, I'll tell you exactly what it is. Don't you worry. It's a new developer slash yeah. publisher which is always yeah. exciting by the way because I like it when they publish what they make because it's indie but there's a load of money in it you know uh, from former Activision Blizz veterans oh um, okay yeah. A, uh, yeah 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 so the company's going to be based in Paris and promises mm-hmm. to create fresh IPs through its own internal studios and it claims it will provide state of the art publishing with a global scope to other game developers through fair partnerships. It's going to be headed up by Cedric Marichal who was previously international senior vice president at Activision Blizzard. Joining him will be Benoit Dufour. Both have previously worked at Vivendi. Former senior director EMEA at Blizzard Delphine Lacour joins them who has credits also at both studios and then there's Emmanuel Aubert 
who was also a former director at Blizzard and who had a stint at Ubisoft. So it's like a, a bloody who's who of very, very accomplished... Um, another sort of all-star team. Yeah, it's another one. We've got Negoshi mm. Studio and now New Tales. There's two yeah. co-founders of Blue Silver, uh, including Ray and Kim Gresco, with the latter also spending time at LucasArts. And finally, in the announcement, former Overwatch production director Julia Humphreys is also on the team. Mm. It's kind of a big outfit. It's like they're entering into it with a with a with a shitload of experience and presumably money, um, yeah. developing <clears throat> and publishing. So yes, Blimey. please. I'll, I'll have, a bit, have a little bit of that. Why not? <clears throat> Mm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, well. Actually, no, I do have one last item. <laughs> we have one one last item. You've been saving this, or is it just sort of? No, forgot? this. I tell you what, this one is. It, this one is exciting. And is it's it about new, NFTs? And it's. T- I love <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> do you remember when I um, ambushed you last week, sort of Paxo style, and got you to admit that you would buy an NFT? You you know what? You're a non fungible <laughs> fuck. You are, mate. That's what you are. <laughs> trying to ambush me. <laughs> That's excellent. That's Thanks. very good. Uh, no, <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone developers at Raven Software. Oh, yeah, they've unionised. Yeah, and now it's intention mm. to unionise. <clears throat> uh, they haven't unionised just yet, but they have announced Apparently they intentions haven't, to. Oh, have they, they, they Well, so, I'll do the story, and if there's been further updates, you, you jump in, right? Um, yeah. So, developers at Raven Software have announced their intention to form a workers' union. Be called the Game Work Game Workers Alliance, and they're yeah. teaming with the Communication Workers of America. Uh, they're supported by the ABK Workers Alliance, and they posted a public statement to management at Activision Blizzard. And they said quality assurance is an essential part of any software dev process, but quality assurance testers are consistently undervalued, undercompensated, and overworked. We, the quality assurance team at Raven Software, are passionate about creating a work environment in which our profession is recognised for its integral role in the success of game development. They've also posted an eight-point manifesto uh, on, it, on, on, on Twitter outlining the principles uh, and goals of the, uh, of, <coughs> me, of the proposed union. Uh, mm-hmm. Members of the QA team at Raven have been holding walkouts and strike action since December, uh, following recent job cuts affecting a number of QA roles at the studio. Pending yeah. the recognition of the union... Uh, under the Game Workers Alliance by leadership, the ABK Workers Alliance say that the strike will end, and the group promises yeah. any remaining strike funds will be stored for future uh, organising or strike efforts. But yeah, it's like the first... Uh, well, I think yeah. the first union... Yeah, the Is first it? union officially recognised... I think so! That's weird, th- isn't it? I think so. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> I, I think I'm right in saying that. I'll, I'll double-check myself. But yeah, that's sort of huge news, really, because mm. yeah, lots and lots of... High ups, you know, skeptical that unions will work in that industry in the way that it's set up. But it's, it, you know, let's we'll see how it works out. I mean, that's shall um, shall we unionise you and me? We just we start the, a union. Uh, yeah, we could do the non fungible union. Yeah, make sure Dan can't touch us. Yeah, and yeah. also that he has to pay um, <laughs> a certain amount of non fungible union credits to us each and every yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, NFUCs. Yeah, yeah. NFUCs. <laughs> yeah, NFUCs. Non-fucks. We'll call our we'll call our union the N-fucks. Ah, oh, there it's you all go. Sorted. It's we've, all we've sussed it. We've sussed it. We right from day dot. We've got it all mapped out. I can't believe yeah. it. We, yeah. We'll mobilise on that anyway. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's time to get quizzical, my friend. So I'm going to queue up a queue up a jingle, and you can. Uh, well, we'll see if we can summon. Uh, I'll Matthew summon uh, Lord Matthew. Summon the matster. 
Tie the Tasmanian Tigers coming back, coming back, coming back. Tie the Tasmanian Tigers coming back, coming back. Tie is back. Tie's coming back. Tie is back. He's back. I'm pumped because I loved Tie. Tie was my your guy. He was my guy. Mm. He had big red shorts. Yeah. He was like the Tasmanian Tiger. Oh yeah. Did he have a tood? He had a rootood. He had a rootood. <laughs> yeah. And he had a boomerang. It's that time of the week, that time of the pod. It's uh, boss fight. It's, well, actually, it, well, actually, no, I should say, first of all, get the politeness, get the manners. Uh, we are joined, of course, by Matt from upstairs. Hello, Matt from upstairs. How are you? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I've um, yeah. I've been on a weird Yu-Gi-Oh craze recently because they released a new oh like, free-to-play game. And uh, so, obviously, they released that. It's free to play to download. So, I went back to the DS game, Nightmare Troubadour, and I've been playing that oh, for like 20 God. hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's hard. I had no idea you were you were a Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, I loved it, mate. I loved it. Still do, apparently. Not touched it in like probably half a decade. And oh my, and goodness. it just yeah. I just, I've wrote a new story about it, and it's all it's all come flooding back to me. <laughs> oh my god. Well, fair enough to you. Fair enough. That was um a little bit like after like it. Yeah, I, th- I wasn't too old. I was the right thing. It was just, it always seemed to be a bit like Digimon, where it was like, you know, it's not Pokemon, yeah, so no, I'm not going to do that thing. It was like a weird, but it really caught hold in a, in a different way, Yu-Gi-Oh! It kind of really, um, and still going now, like still going strong. Yeah, in a, apparently, apparently so. Oh, yeah, I didn't realise that either, <laughs> but apparently it's still going all right. <laughs> but yeah, fair dues. Anyway, uh, you won last week, did you not? I did, yeah. Um, so it's one 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 in the official boss fight tally. Uh, yeah, so here yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Come on. Uh, you know, the, I'm going to say the rules. It's uh, the business, the organisation, the setup, the structure, the foundation, the institute, the group institution. Although institutes that would, would also work be allowed. as well. The group, the hierarchy, and the team from a video game. Bit based on the clues it well it's, it's, a, it's a genius acronym mate and uh you listen it's one all so it you better you better sharpen up your I still, um, you know your yeah. i still think here. it's amazing that you came up with all those words and they happen to spell out boss fight and they just yeah. happen like, to spe- yeah. i know what because luck, i was thinking right? you know i need to i need to make sure you know that we get all the different things because some of them won't be businesses and it just so <laughs> happened that i got to team and i thought well bugger me that <laughs> is actually perfect so here we go right clue number one Clue, are you both ready? ready? You both plugged yeah, in. Yeah, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, clue number one. My first appearance. Actually, no, no, I'm not going to give you the year first. No, I'm going to swap that round. Absolute right. chaos. Clue number one. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Clue number one. Clue number one. You should think about joining if you care about the environment. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Greenpeace. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I'll give you the year. Now I'll give you the year. First appearance. Actually, yeah. Yeah, first appearance in a video game was 1997. Bloody hell! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Most recent appearance in a video game, 2021. Bloody hell! Oh, 2021. Hmm. Clue number three. Uh, <clears throat> I was formed uh, to conduct various. Sabotage operations, uh, corporate oh, sabotage hell. operations, oh. and thus I have been labelled by some as a terrorist organisation. 
Oh, stop. Damn it. Rich Walker. It's Avalanche from Final Fantasy VII. Oh. And this week's winner is Rich Walker on clue number three. Well done, Rich. Yeah. yeah. I had, thanks, fun, I had thanks, Final Fantasy VII. I could not remember who the bloody people were. <laughs> yeah. Were you Avalanche, on it as well? All caps. Yeah, yeah. En- oh. Environmental terrorists is is so iconic for Final Fantasy VII, right? Like, yeah. And I guess it's yeah. kind of rare. Like I was thinking, like that doesn't does that happen in other? No, games you don't get a lot much? of eco terrorists. I literally only know the term environmental terrorist because of Final Fantasy VII. Isn't um. Isn't Werewolf that game you reviewed? Oh bloody Isn't hell! He sort yeah. of uh, fighting for the environment. God, oh, yeah, forgive were- forgive me, werewolf. Rich, for immediately forgetting yeah. about Werewolf the Apocalypse. <laughs> werewolf, Earth the Apocalypse. brilliant <laughs> Werewolf. <laughs> Kahal. Well, yeah. Is that how you say Kahal? Yeah. Kahal. Yeah. Normally we were. I kind of kind of wanted to play that. Oh, game, you didn't. But, you I don't. Mean, you don't, Josh. I had the same thing yeah. in my head. I was like, oh, it's nice to see like a double A, but my God, <laughs> oh, sorry, slagging <laughs> off that game. On the pod, but <laughs> is Still, it a howler? Is it a howler? A oh, well, oh, well done, well done. So that's two wins for Rich this week, yeah. and that's two one uh, to Rich Brilliant. Walker on boss fight. But yeah, it was it was Avalanche, Final Fantasy VII, nineteen ninety eight, twenty twenty one. You should think yeah. about joining me if you care about the environment. I had all sorts of other clues. Don't even need to go through them now. You, Did you, you say nineteen ninety eight. Uh, 97. 97, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I said 97. But anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, but yeah, very, very well done. Hot on it. So, that's blockbusters. You know, and that's, well done, yeah, Rich. Well and done. That's two, two screw it's screw nice. your gold run. Anyway. <laughs> 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 right, okay. It's about that time uh, yeah. that we li- that we hear from the listeners. Uh, but thank you very much to Matt from upstairs and goodbye. And we will see you again next week. Bye. Cheers. Well, yeah. If you put loads on, you're just spitting foam, spitting foam, spitting, 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 spitting. Then you brush, brush, brush. Yeah. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. Brush, brush, brush. Bit of toothpaste. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. I'll spit. <laughs> rinse the toothbrush. Rinse the toothbrush. I like a healthy lava. You can only spit so much. Questions, theories, comments, and queries. You send mm-hmm. them in, and we will talk about them. This one from Time Jack. permitting. Time permitting. Time mm. permitting, yeah. Uh, he says, hello, Josh and Rich. First time I decided to write in to any podcasts. <gasps> oh, That's okay. nice. Big deal, so, thanks. So yeah. here, goes, here goes nothing. Mm. Uh, with the release of the Steam Deck... Uh, and the analog pocket. I really want an analog pocket. Hold on. By the way, is the Steam Deck out? I don't is it think. Out? Actually, uh, yeah, I have seen some people tweeting about it. I think it, or at least it's in some people's hands. Yeah, I think it might be out. Actually, I like the idea of the Steam Deck. Yeah. 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 No, so do I. So do I. I really like the idea of the analog pocket, though. Um, yeah. Anyway. Well, I looked into buying one of them. They're expensive. They're a bit pricey, aren't they? Do you yeah. know what? I'd probably play with it for like. 10 minutes and go yeah that's good that and then it'll just gather dust for sure for I've got, ju- my, 3DS. Yeah, I I got my 3DS I've got my 3DS mate that's mm. fine that'll oh, do oh yeah me. no yeah for sure it's only because if it's crazy cartridge but you know you can buy bloody oh. anything under the sun and it'll play it'd be great for a retro collector you know? do you know I went on analog site and the stuff they make is amazing it's lovely isn't it really yeah. nice stuff I, mean, I don't just, know if you can like, get hold of it they're just like physically really nice aren't yeah. they they're like, just yeah, like yeah, to yeah. hold yeah yeah, I do but, want yeah. one. I do really yeah. want one. Um, if I was rich and had limitless cash, I'm yeah. sure I'd buy one, but nah. Yeah, true. Uh, he says, do you think there will be a resurgence in handheld gaming? Also, no. <laughs> will Richmond be buying either one of them? 
No. Uh, yeah, no, no to both, I think. Well, uh, you say a resurgence in hand- handheld gaming. Let's not forget that the Switch is the best-selling console at the moment. That's and, I mean, true. That's sort of a handheld. I know it's kind of a hybrid console, but... Yes, I yes, I would say... I see people um, out and about with their Switch, like on the tube or whatever. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. Especially it's the Switch common. Lite, by the way. I got a Lite just because I don't yeah. really... I don't have much of an interest in putting well, it on Well, that is TV. a pure handheld. Yeah. It? Um, it's, it's the only problem is, for me... Um, is it's not really proper handheld gaming for me, only because um, even the Switch Lite isn't... It's a bit big. You, you know? need a little bag. A little you need bag a little bag, mm. and it doesn't have the lovely clamshell thing that the DS had where you were completely unafraid to snap it shut and pop it in your pocket. You can't really mm. do that with a Switch. Even yeah. a Switch Lite. It's like, yeah, you're right. Like, you kind of need a bag or... To put it in the, you know, to put it in a satchel or something. But also, I think it's about the design of the games. Yeah. And th- and that was one thing that, as much as I love the PSP. Oh, you mean sort of? They don't really lend themselves to bite-sized chunks. Not really. No. And the yeah. PSP did well because it had that suspend state function, like an instant sleep function, which I which I, which was really good. And they kind of had to put it in there because of that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's the sorts of games that you get. I mean, there'll be some games you get on the Switch that will lend themselves to that for sure. Like you can get like you know both Oli Oli games and soon to be Oli Oli World on there, and you know. But but on the whole, I think uh, to for speaking to Jack Lowe's question, like yeah, the resurgence in handheld gaming um, has to do with on the one hand hardware that really is a dedicated handheld, and I think that's uh, that I would all, what I've said about the Switch, I would doubly extend to the Steam Deck. I think it's a lovely thing, um, but but it but it is bulky and big, and I think mm. you you need developers to start making games for a proper handheld, for a dedicated handheld, because well, that's the, you know yeah. with the Switch, sort of half of it has to be a home console as well. So, and look what happened to the Vita. I mean, that was a cracking little handheld, oh, and it, it was not supported properly. And it, you know, yeah, yeah, it, it real it sad, didn't work real out, sad. Right? Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. Although a, a lovely little thing to have now, just because of how far yeah. its reach extended. You know, sort yeah. of um, PS PS One game. As a handheld, though, that had everything going for it. Oh, all it the touchy bits amazing. all over it, and just, yeah. just interfaces. And oh, what a console! And like the three DS too. I think what but the problem, one of the problems, was obviously smartphones eating into a lot of the handheld yeah. market. That was where the DS was so successful because it was it was before the advent of like mass smartphone. I think, mm, yeah. um, you know, it did help a lot, but um, yeah, like I think, I the answer I think is no. Like I don't really sadly instinctively, I don't, yeah. I mean that's why I sort of I, <laughs> blurted it out. Yeah, no, and I think you're right. I think you're right. Like, and you, I guess you probably won't buy either one, right? I can't afford it. They're, they're yeah. too expensive. They're sort of. For me, they're prohibitively expensive. Yeah, I um, agree. And I, yeah. I just, I don't play enough handheld stuff to warrant yeah. it. And I've already got my Switch and my DS and my Vita and my PSP. It's like I don't, I don't need any more. I'm, I'm good for handhelds. I tell you what, I really, um, not so much. The one thing that does is the play date. That's the one thing where it's like um, the thing I, with the little crank. Are we, are we back the, on that. With a little crank. We've got to get back on the crank, I'm afraid. Is that um, is that thing ever coming out? <clears throat> I think it's out, isn't it? Is it? Wow, oh, that, that released no, to zero actually, fanfare no, uh, then. <laughs> no, I th- <laughs> no, I've said that. I don't think it actually is out yet. It's supposed to be coming out this year, I think. 
Right, I'm, yeah, I'm I think, looking I think, this up. I think they said Q1, I can't remember. But the the only difference there, or the, the key difference there with something like the Playdate, um, is that it actually has the software that is proper handheld software. You know, like it, it, it yeah. it's built around what that console is and it's meant to be played in little sort of bite-sized sessions and you get like a game every week. Um, and it's sort of like part and parcel of, of what the actual physical hardware is, which I think when it comes to the Switch and the Steam Deck, not so much. Maybe the Analog Pocket, though. I don't know how much the Analog Pocket's going to catch on in the mass market, but who I'm knows? I'm sorry. I'm on Playdate's site right now. It's $180, first of all, which seems mm. steep. But it's, there's this weird dock you can buy. The stereo Oh, yeah, that dock. dock. Yeah, this where you what put it. It's like a stereo thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the pen. There's one that's the pen got a pen. Thing. Yeah, that's the one. It's got a big pen sticking out the top. That's... I, what are they doing? I I'm I'm all up, well, not so much that stuff, but the console itself I think looks cracking. Oh, cranking, I don't know, man. I say. don't know. I don't think you're going to convince me. Well, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I mean, it looks it, lovely. Admittedly, it's a lovely little thing, a lovely little objet d'art. But mm. but uh, but no, but what know. I'm saying is, uh, like outside of the like, unlike the Steam Deck and the Switch, it has the software, which is interesting. It actually right. has software that's made for the thing. Like people like Lucas Pope, for instance, who made Return of the Obra Dinn is doing stuff for it. Kata Takahashi's done a game for it. That's the only thing that really sets it apart as like this one's a proper handheld. Do you know, what I mean, whether whether or not you're actually mm. interested in it or not, um, it's kind of a different thing. But I just mean, you know, compared to the analog pocket and the Switch and the Steam Deck, it's kind of a different thing. But yeah, that, it that's annoys the me that, that um, the buttons are B and A rather than A and B. Put them in the Nintendo right order. Nintendo style. Yeah, oh, what, is it, is it right A order. at the bottom? Or? It's, they're side by side, and it's B, then A. If you can put them side by side, go left <laughs> to right. Come on. Well, they're doing the Don't Nintendo. Be silly. Don't doing... be silly. Well, Nintendo sort of get away with it because they're in a cross configuration. These well, are literally the side by side. Well, SNES, not on the NES, right? No, I suppose not. But I hold on, were they B and A like that? Yeah, it was B on the left and then oh, A well, on the, the right. That, that, that's just willful silliness <laughs> in it. There's no need. Anyway, he also Jack Lowe also says uh, dark chocolate Terry's chocolate oranges are very underrated. Uh, yeah, they are actually. Um, yeah. yeah, that's Rich that's agrees. that's a tepid take, isn't it? Richard, I think it's a tepid take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's a tepid uh, take. Keep up the good work, and thanks for being a staple uh, in my week. All the best, oh. Jack Lowe. So, you're welcome thanks you're for good. writing in yeah, yeah write yeah. in more we'll, we'll read your things out it's good stuff we'll read them out uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this one from uh, Joey Burns yeah uh, he says hi all my game of the year uh, was Deathloop um, good choice excellent yeah, choice yeah, yeah. Good taste. Uh, it says, uh, I'll be honest, I've yet to finish it uh, due to the number of games on my backlog I ended up playing. Yeah. Um, did you play any standout games from your backlog? Uh, and if so, what would your pick be for the backlog game of the year? Mate. 2021. The backlog, that that just was a, an abject failure over the mm. Christmas period. Just I, I piled up games with the intention of playing them and I didn't play any of them. Yeah. Total it's failure. Tough. It is tough. It keeps on. It keeps on rolling. Um, so I guess my my uh, backlog game of the year was Halo Infinite multiplayer because that's all I ended up playing with my brother passing the <laughs> controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I, mine would probably be like Toem. I think is the game that I well, because the only stuff on the backlog I played was Unpacking. Yeah. Um, and Toem, and <clears throat> was there anything else? Maybe not. You know, I didn't. I didn't do very well. Oh, and San Andreas on the Definitive Edition, um, which you know, I, mean, I gotta I did, say, mm. it's kind of upsetting me a little bit. This backlog talk because it's just making me upset that I didn't capitalise on all that free time I had <laughs> and catch up on some games. I just I, I squandered yeah. my time. Squandered. Well, it's easily done. Um, San Andreas I put f- over 40 hours into so far. So oh, fair play. That might be. But probably like in terms of new games, I guess, Toem. But anyway, uh, Joey Burns says, highlights uh, for me were What Remains of Edith Finch. Excellent. Und- Love that Undertale. game. Undertale. Yeah, I like that too. Undertale mm. uh, nice. and Celeste. Okay, wow. Um, and then says uh, his standout was The Outer Wilds. I still need um, to play that. I played that for like an hour and never went back to it. Yeah, I started it and uh, got bored and left, but I'm told <laughs> I should go back. <laughs> yeah. um, he said, uh, I can't believe I never played it sooner. Uh, the recently released DLC is also worth a look if you enjoyed it. Um, and he says, thanks for all your work on the podcast. Uh, mm. It's a part of my weekly routine I look forward to, so thank you. Uh, oh, cool. uh, oh, oh, and he says, hope you all have a good Christmas and New Year. All the best. Joey Burns. Oh, I'll tell you what, I did have a Josh. good Christmas. Yeah, I did. I did have <laughs> You've really kept this one on the back burner. He's yeah, probably well, stopped listening now, going, oh, well, you didn't read out my letter. <laughs> going, screw him. Well, yeah. look, he'll understand, right, because he's talking about the backlog. Oh, so you're, you're talking about your correspondence backlog. Yeah, so just as, right, just yeah. as we've got a, um, a backlog uh, for games... Well, I just hope Joey's giving you the benefit of the doubt, mate, because otherwise we've lost a listener because of you. Yeah, because cause, cause, cause I left it so long. But look, you know, <laughs> they know the rules. They know the way I play it. You know, you've got to um, you've got to roll with that. You've got to be happy for your stuff to be on the backlog, I'm afraid. Sure, sure. We're in demand. As we were saying earlier, I'll put, you know, we have the success of a runaway freight train, as I said. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, true. You know, yeah. That's, just, that's just what happens, I'm afraid. Um, <clears throat> and then last but not least, uh, it's the one that Rich is going to very much appreciate because it's from Martin Soderbergh. It's Dual Shockbusters. This has been going oh. mental. Um, we've got so many, I can't read them all out this week. Did he um, say hello to his dad for us? As you mentioned he mentioned that. I don't know, I'll read it now, hang on. He says, <laughs> hello, fellas. He said, I asked my dad about Grinch Kwan. <laughs> um, yeah. And he said, and he's certainly intrigued by it. Um, however, what he's really looking for is something with franchise potential. And then he says, would you be able to apply the Kwan formula to other films and characters? Oh, absolutely. It's evergreen. Also, if we're going to have Clooney in it instead of Sheen, He's worked yeah. with Clooney before. He's got a working relationship. That's there, true. Hasn't he? That's bloody true. You know? Yeah. So uh, yeah. You know, coming together, the, uh, isn't it? F- Foley from Out of Sight and Danny Ocean. What's his yeah. first name in Out of Sight? Foley. Foley. Jack Foley. Jack Foley. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, he says, as for Jewel Shockbusters, I was disappointed that you failed to properly appreciate uh, my cryptic questions last week. I'll have another attempt, he says. He says, here are three easier <laughs> <Sorry>. ones. <laughs> I got upset because they were too hard. <laughs> he says, here are three easier ones with clues if you should need them. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, number one, he has a lot of number ones. Um, initial, please. H H Um 
he oh, he has a lot no. of number ones. Hee-wee. Hee-wees. <laughs> um, no. <clears throat> I, I, no idea. The answer is Hitman. Oh, that's brilliant. That's, that's actually good, really good. Yeah, that's, that's really good. good. Yeah, that yeah. works. That, that works. works really well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that works. See, clue number two. Uh, the bird will stay on this side of the street. Initial. And the letters are CC. The bird, bird will stay on this side of the street. Um, We've got a clue here for you as well. Bird will stay on this... <laughs> Cuckoo. Cuckoo. No. Cuckoo. <laughs> I'm trying to think of birds that begin with C. <laughs> oh, dear. It's, uh, the clue that he's provided is a PS1 RPG. Chrono, very, very... Chrono Cross. Chrono, Chrono he's Cross. He's only got it. But cro- I don't understand why that's right. Chrono. What's a Chrono. Chrono Cross. Chrono Cross. Oh, Christ. See, I pronounce it Chrono. That's the problem I've got. It's Chrono, isn't it? Chrono Cross. Yeah, brilliant. (laughs) Clue number three. And the final one. Uh, There's a crack in my mum's old table now as well. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, i got to read that again. There's there's a crack in my mum's old table now as well. Initials T.T. Um, crack in my mum's old table now. Yeah, there's a crack in Tiny- my mum's old in my mum's old table now as well. Uh, something. Oh, can I have the clue? The clue. The clue is that the initials are not quite TT, but they are in fact T two. Those are the those are the real initials because uh, okay. it would be the number two. There's a crack Cr- in my mum's old table now as well. Time Splitters Two. He's only bloody got. He's only got. Yeah, you're right. It's Time Splitters Two, and and the and the thing is, Time Split Hers Two. <laughs> but I don't know what the table's got to do with it. Yeah, and and why is time cracking a table? Time split. There's a crack in my mum's. Oh, old table. Old table. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Time it, split hers now. T- yeah. Time split hers too. See, I forget that. Time splitters is just T, isn't it? It's just T, yeah, yeah. not TS. It's just T, yeah, or TT, but TT. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, but good that, stuff. Well, uh, yeah, keep much. those coming. Keep those oh, coming. Yeah, yeah, they're brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're brilliant. They're, 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 well, yeah, they've eclipsed my new quiz. Put it like that. We got <laughs> we got more emails about dual shot buses than anything else. Yeah. Um, right, that'll just about do us. Thank you very much to uh, Andy B, Adam Cook, and Colin Mahern for the stings. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much to uh, Rich Walker for being Rich Walker each and every oh, week. Thanks, man. Yeah, a little nice. extra, extra thanks. Yeah, you there. don't usually do that. Thanks. No. Thank, thanks for being Josh Wise, you yeah, little non fungible fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you're very welcome. Um, what else? Get yourself off Snapchat uh, mm. and Instagram. Pop on Twitter at RichieWA2 at JoshyWise at VideoGamer.com. Do you know I'm uh, two followers away from 1300? I feel like I'm follow. never going to break it. Never going to break that milestone. <laughs> follow uh, at Rich W82. Push him over the 1300 nah. mark. It's unlucky, isn't it? 13, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. So can actually. you push me to like 1400? Yeah, that'd be even better, to be I, honest. You know what, I don't even care. Uh, don't, don't bother. <laughs> um, pop on videogamer.com for all your gaming needs. And also, if you've got any more... Rich is loving these... Um, 
these uh, these cryptic uh, dual shock busters. Like, yeah, well, if anyone else wants to have a crack. And I tepid mean, takes, obviously. Um, and I'd class yeah. the um, Terry's dark chocolate orange as, as one. Yeah, um, I think that qualifies. I think that qualifies as a tepid take. But pop those in uh, with any uh, any longer correspondence to uh, podcast at videogamer.com. That'll just about do us. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll, we'll see you again next week. It's goodbye from me, goodbye. And it's goodbye from Rich. Goodbye.